Today, This American Dice presents Dungeon World, The Fate of Blackburn the Lesser, Episode 4. Having been tasked by High Priest Valorum to find or avenge the heir of Piranesi, the future Duke Blackburn X, our heroes are in the Orcish Quarter, destroyed long ago by a pogrom. After having bested hellacious hounds set upon them by the orcs, they find themselves beset now by magic. Can our heroes find the young heir? Or can they avenge him if necessary? Can they even survive? Find out today on this Marion Dice. Donato is like still holding out the amulet and like he's holding out to the, the party and like he, he's like, oh, you know, I seem, if I remember correctly, Mag was described, or he like catches himself, he says Mag, but like, I, I've heard this description. And before he could say anything else, like just this like torrent of blood comes out of his mouth. And like he's like trying to speak through it, and his eyes are wide and like confused, and that just keeps coming and coming and coming out of his mouth. And like he's like trying to close his mouth to make it stop, and just comes through his fingers. All so right. he takes like massive internal damage. Oh yeah, so there's just something happening inside Donato's body that he's just like spraying blood out of his mouth, like this torrent of it. Um, and as you guys see this. Uh, now at this point, clear, there is a, uh, a group of orcs, um, a group of four orcs and a fifth orc, uh, four of the orcs seem to be, uh, warriors holding javelins, probably carrying axes as well. We've established that most of the orc warriors are, are female and then a, um, an orcish man who is, uh, like, skinny and uh is covered in scars and um i mean a lot of these orcs are probably covered in scars from battle and that kind of stuff this guy is covered in scars in like a ritual scarification kind of manner and um he's wearing robes not too dissimilar from comet's robes but because we established this they are way more stylish so this dude looks way more dope. Like, this guy isn't a dude wearing a coat. This is a guy wearing a trench coat out of the Matrix. You're like, whoa, this guy's cool. Um, I don't know an actual more serious way to describe that. Um, I'm scared, but also impressed. Yeah, exactly. Like, this looks like, since orc stuff has, like, at least in, at least in the past, influenced what this looks like, uh, like what fashion looked like in Piranese for a long time, like these people all look really stylish and this guy like especially and so um you can very clearly see that he's uh the one doing this like that is not subtle in the slightest and i think even in fact like some of the blood kind of like after it comes out of uh donato's mouth like kind of sprays towards him and so like flecks all over the outfit that he's wearing he simply says more of them just end them and, uh, yeah, these orcs are absolutely going to whip these javelins at you guys. Everybody's cool with that? I consent to that. I consent to being javelined. <laughs> yeah. I try not to get javelined. Okay, there we go. Avoid so, Assuming you don't want to be javelined, uh, you're going to have to defy danger in some way or another. All of us? There is a pit to jump in. <laughs> yeah. Uh... I'm not going to lie, Carl. Probably not... Probably not a good time to get attached to this character. <laughs> no, probably not you. I don't know if they would view you as a threat at the moment after that. I wasn't a threat to begin with, you idiots. True enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you idiots. I think Pascal's going to be like, uh, oh, they want to throw flying spears at the god of spears. Interesting choice. I think he's going to try and baseball bat these out of the sky. Nice. The ones that are at least near him. So, uh... Would you say that's like pushing through them? Is uh, that how you describe that? Or powering yeah, maybe. through? Yeah, Using strength to get out of there? Um, sure. Okay, I'm fine with that. Uh, Farley's going to try to dive and uh, toward Donato, like hit the ground, and then try to like kind of maybe pull him over to some debris, like behind some, I don't know, some cover if he can. I, okay. I'll take a minus if that's, if that's you know, whatever. There's like a penalty or something to that. Well, here's my here's my first question because this might be two roles for you, Jared. Mm. Is your initial idea to defend him? Yeah. 
Okay, so let's have you make a defense roll in just a second, okay. and then we'll also have you do that other thing, so maybe you can try to avoid this yourself and also stand in defense of him. So okay. we'll be having you make two rolls in in just a moment. So, Comet, sure. what are you up to? Um, I'm going to assume I'm still by the bodies, so uh, crouching, so I'm going to take a defensive stance and use the shield as a shield. All right. Would you consider that enduring it or quick thinking, trying to duck behind it? Um, I will say... Or de with dexterity, trying to act fast to get out of the way. <laughs> uh, I will... more quick thinking or enduring? I think quick thinking. I'm going to do... R is enduring wisdom? Quick thinking would be intelligence and enduring would be constitution. Constitution. Um... And maybe it's almost like the the guts it takes to just be like, I'm just going to duck behind this little shield. Just going to slowly just wide-eye yeah. go behind the shield. Uh, I'm going to do... Uh, just getting through it, man. I'm just doing my best. I'm enduring. Okay. I'm, it's going great. I'm rolling really high at a four. Oh, boy. All right. David, did you already roll or no? What did you do? Yeah, I got a three on mine. Oh, fuck. Could <laughs> could both of you... Congratulations on the experience. You get experience. Yeah, Yay! you do get experience. That's true. <laughs> could you both of you... Uh, could you each roll a d6? Uh, one for me. Too bad. That is not bad at all. So it is one piercing. So you are going to take one damage. Ooh, but I, I have two arms. Oh, then never mind. You won't. Aha. And then, Justin, how'd you do? I didn't realize I was muted. It's oh, three, and three. I have a shield of one, so I take two? No, you'll take three, unfortunately. Oh, I'll take three. Yes. Oh, shoot. Are you are you in big trouble? No? Okay. All right. I'm like at half. Oh, still rough. Okay. Um, Farley. You wanted to focus on defending Donato since he got so badly uh, hit earlier with some kind of magic that seems terrifying, causing him to vomit all over, um, blood specifically. So let's have you do your defend roll okay. first. That is a uh, 10 total, 9 plus 1, 10. All right. So you have three of those defend options that you can utilize when someone's attacking Donato. Um, and then let's have you make your own defy danger roll. I'm trying to quickly pull us out of the way. Uh, I rolled a seven. If it's dexterity, then that's a nine. Either okay. way. Donato, do you want to try to help him help you? The Lord loves those who helps others help themselves. Yeah. Yes. All yes. right. Uh, sure. Um, I mean, he can absolutely just lean into this role. He doesn't want to be skewered any more than Farley wants him to be skewered. Right. Um, Donato and, and Farley. How are Donato and Farley connected? They actually have a con running together, which we have not um, figured out all the details of. What's okay. what in there? So, I, I, I can't let him die in the middle of the con. <laughs> like, right, I exactly. I need this guy. <laughs> so, I gotta ask you, Give me just something about this con generally. We don't have to get super detailed. We don't have the time for it, but we get a quick glimpse as you're diving to protect him. <laughs> and uh, Donato turns to you and like is also trying to like help with this process of bo getting both of you out of the way. My my thought was that I was trying to falsify like a title of nobility and uh, property property contracts that I like I own a large estate somewhere on the mainland so I can like when things settle down and the orcs retreat at some point I can go like yeah this was all mine all this all this land sure and Donato has made it seem like he's made him think basically like yeah I'm part of the court technically and um I like one of my many contacts owes me a favor I could definitely make that happen and um he does think he could probably make that happen um and the other, the other bond we have is also Farley doesn't trust me, and for good reason. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that, that plays in here, but uh, yeah, okay, so we're trying to falsify a, a land claim together. Gotcha. All right, so Carl, did you make that roll? Um, sorry, it's uh, six plus one, seven. 
All right, so that kicks Farley's up to a 10, right? Sounds right. Yep. Awesome. So then you grab him and the two of you get out of the way as some of these spears, these javelins kind of like fling into the the remnants of these little bits of coquina wall into the ground. And yeah, when you guys kind of survey this, you've got these uh, four orc orcish warriors or orcan warriors either way um kind of coming towards you they've pulled out from their belts or from behind their backs these uh like axes is donato still vomiting blood or is it has that stopped um i think there's still some blood like coming out of his mouth as like an effect of this like to just show that like he's so hurt but he's not like ongoing unable to act i i have a healing potion I want to pull it out and pop the top and force it through his teeth and try to get him to swallow it. Sure. Nice. Would that be considered using one of the holds to help me or like like a separate action? I think so long as you're down for that, he can essentially just do that. That sounds great. All right. So you guys are kind of doing that at the moment. Pascal and uh, awesome. Comet will kind of pop over to you first then as these guys are, are doing that. Um, how much does that heal, Jared? I don't know. I'll have to look it up. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, no, you're good. Go ahead and, and, and take a second to look that up if you if you have it. I... You got it. Healing Potion. Heal yourself of 10 damage or remove one debility, your choice. There we go. Oh, yeah, that's amazing. Wow. Hey, that worked out. That's some value. All right, Carl. Get ready to dis get ready to describe how that works in just a little bit and what sure. that looks like. Um, but meanwhile, in the meantime, as Farley is trying to get um, Donato to drink this potion, um, Pascal and Comet, what's going on? You guys each were hit with javelins, though one of you barely at all. Um, yeah, so I think Pascal, uh, maybe uh, he was trying to do this very heroic or, I don't know, skilled thing. Maybe not heroic, but uh, he messed up. But then when these javelins kind of hit his armor and bounced off, he just kind of looks down. He's like, oh. And he looks at the spear and he's like, thank you very much. And uh, I think he's going to rush right into these uh, these orcs. Spear first. All right, so he's just going to charge ahead into these orcs? Yeah. All right, so I'll say there's essentially three groupings of orcs, or three sets of these orcs. There's two of these orcish warriors, two sets of these group of these orcish warriors, two pairs, there you go, and then that orc uh, shaman or wizard or mage, whatever you want to say. And so, um, are you rushing towards... I'll, I'll say if you rush towards this shaman, the other orcs are likely you're going to have to defy danger to just get past them without them. I think, I think that at that point, they'll just be able to like cause damage to you before you yeah. can attack. The well, that doesn't seem like his style anyway. Okay. Um, he might even say before he goes, uh, after he thanks his spear looks at comet and just like, I'm sure you have the, the bloody one. And then, uh, runs away <laughs> into, uh, I guess one of these two sets. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. You can get, uh, whew. you were at a distance from them. If it does help, I have both uh, reach and close ranges on my spear. Yeah, I don't mind taking the time to charge over there. Okay. Um. All right. So you you don't have any wounds. You are not wounded at all. Nope. Not, okay. Not yet. There we go. All right. Well, that. That actually answers a question for me. Um, okay, I think two of these orcs are just gonna just gonna charge ahead towards you. So like they're gonna charge to just meet you. And um, it's these two like orcs. Yeah, it's these two orcish women, um, each wielding these. Um, if you know what a bearded axe is, like an axe that has like that thing that comes down at the bottom, um, kind of like a Viking style thing, mm -hmm. and they're kind of running. They each run towards you, and they're both... All of these people are bigger than the average person, and I think these orc warriors are kind of, like, built like 
they're built like a big bouncer you'd see at a nightclub. Like they are not small people. And um, they're incredibly fashionable. You're like, oh, I've seen stuff like that before. Uh, but they are impressive. And I think to contrast, much like the actor I'm basing this person on, uh, Pascal might be a little under the average height of a, a regular man in this city. So he's a little on the shorter side and they're, you know, probably a foot or two taller than him. Yeah, they're 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 big. They're biggies. <laughs> All right. So this uh, sounds like a hack and slash move. Yeah, that's what I was going for. Oh, my God. Uh, I keep rolling uh, threes, so this is a, a five total. So five yeah, not total. Gonna, not gonna do it. Oh, mama! All righty. Well, um, go ahead and roll a d6 for me. A two. A two. All right. So you're gonna so one one d6 plus two, minus the two, minus the two from your armor, but plus one for piercing. That means you're gonna take three <laughs> damage. I know okay. that's an annoying math problem. <laughs> Um, tell me how this looks where you um, you think that they're going to you think that like you've got them and they are way more potent warriors than you think what does this look like they don't kill you they don't seriously wound you but that you were like I was expecting this to be a cakewalk it is not this will be a worthy battle yeah I was, I was oh you, you stole my thunder yeah I think yep. he uh, they kind of like sidestep out of this uh charge and then uh use the opportunity to um you know maybe uh swing at him with the axe a few times and he dodges that he just has time because he has close and reach on his thing so he kind of i assume uses his spears almost like a a donatello bow staffs type thing when people get close to him you know so he goes a few rounds with that and then both of them like kind of flanking him maybe they uh they do actually like axe some some meaty part of him or something or maybe on his uh armor but it's like you know a full um you know strike with an axe against armor is still gonna hurt like hell and then he does do the uh oh this is you two are much more interesting than i gave you credit for and he kind of maybe he was he maybe took a knee after getting that axe swing and kind of gets back up and has his spear ready I think one of them says something that makes you real horny. It was, and it says like, oh, uh, uh, <laughs> I don't mean that in the sexual capacity, although who knows? Uh, but I think one of them says like, I think one of them just says to the other, like, maybe this one, is sh maybe this one should have been on the honor guard. And you're like, oh, like they, they appreciate you as a warrior as well. <laughs> That's what I meant. But I, I expressed it in a crass way. <laughs> who would have thought that words could have different meanings anyway all right uh meanwhile comet uh what is what is your game plan here um i am going to uh cast a spell uh i'm gonna cast cause fear i'm gonna choose a target i can see any uh, i have actually have a question uh nearby object does it have to be something i can touch or something i can see I would imagine it would be something that you can see. Perfect. And uh, something that you could toss something to. How about that? Toss something to. Yeah. Okay. So not like the moon, but like, you know you're what I mean? You're scared like, of the moon. You're scared of the moon. You're scared of the moon. Your days are over, mister. Yeah. Uh, the tides. Well, uh, then I am going to... Uh, retract that because I was going to actually do it onto the spear. Uh, that's that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Hey, okay. I would like the target I would like to choose is the shaman and the item I would like to choose is is Pascal's spear and I would just like to say uh, as I am quivering and shaking behind my shield and I am scrambling to Donato and Farley I'm going Behold, the mighty warrior, the spearman of Pascal, quake in his glory and power. Go for it, man. So yeah, cast that spell. Okay. Rule seven, so let's add two to that, so nine. All right, nine. Uh, and I will take for the penalty, uh, I will not be able to cast the spell again until I commute. 
aside from you chanting this, uh, what's the visual that we see? Is it like, and then like a magic light hits the spear, or um, like, is there like a thunder crack in the background? I will say, uh, yes, a, a mighty light emits uh, a, a holy glow from the spearhead. Uh, and it's going to, like, the light is going to cast a shadow on Pascal's face so his eyes are hidden in shadow. And I'm just going to fucking yell, yeah, with a fucking bloody staff or shaft. Beware the spearman and the, and the shaft. Is that our group name? Do we have a group <laughs> name now? Yeah, this... Um... This shaman sees it, and we kind of go to his uh, eyes, and he looks over, and we see the like the light and the the shining, the kind of like light as it's moving around of the spear as uh, Pascal is fighting the orc warriors, and he's just like, get, 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 stop, stop him, and just like commands the the other orcs, and he's kind of like backing away, um, and he's like he's. He is he is moving away from the conflict. Like he is backing up and telling the other orc warriors, like, "Hey, you need to be the ones to attack uh, Pascal." So those other orc warriors, I think, kind of take this guy's um, clue, the clue, command, or suggestion, and uh, head towards head towards him. Meanwhile, Farley and Donato. So. Uh, could one of you? Oh no! It's just it's a it's just ten. It's you don't have to roll a d10. It's just ten wounds. So Donato, what is this like? Or both of you like throw out like you jam this potion into his mouth? I've got and, an idea. Uh, yeah. So let's say um, it's a magic potion, right? So it, presumably it knows what was wrong with me. So as I was like exsanguinated, when, as I drink this potion, like uh, as I like get to the bottom of the bottle, like. I start like almost becoming like bloated a bit and like my eyes become bloodshot and like blood kind of like pours out of my pores like sort of like a over full like um sort of like gardening bottle and it's like like little like sprays of blood are coming out of me which also looks bad but like it subsides relatively quickly and when it does like I'm just like whole and hearty again and like I'm like restored uh the person we should immediately flash back to probably is Pascal, just because he's in the midst of this fight, I think that makes kind of the most sense. Um, let's hop back to you as these, uh, I will say, two more of these orcish warriors are, are going to join this uh, fray, this fracas with you. Oh, now that his spear is glowing, this is like the happiest you've seen him? Um, yes, I. Uh, it is glowing, but the only person it has a mechanical effect on is the shaman. Oh, it has an emotional effect on Pascal, for sure. True enough. Uh, Again, horny, as we said earlier. <laughs> Keep using that word. I'm not sure if you know what... Eh, it can mean lots of things. <laughs> um, yeah, so he, he's almost just like a... Uh, say, like, a borderline insane, like, laughing now. Mm -hmm. It's just like, oh, you... You're in trouble. Yes! You too? Come, please, join. You'll, you'll want to see this. And he's gonna try and do another round here sure so yeah so you stabbings all right so yeah so you're almost surrounded by these orcs as they're they're fighting you so go ahead and make another hack and slash roll for me yeah let's see if the dice will uh agree with my come on three again come on uh okay this time it was an eight so damn got it so what's that total eight total eight total all right yeah Okay, so that means you are going to exchange some damage with these folks. Um, could you, for me, um, could you roll a d6 again for me? So it's five, right? Plus uh, how many? Three? Yes. So that's eight, and they're piercing one. Yes, so and, and their, one. their normal armor is d6 plus two. So it's d6 plus two plus three mm -hmm. minus one from... And one gets through your armor of two. So is that nine total? I... That, I think it's eight. Eight? Okay. So, yeah. And then go ahead and roll your damage. Uh, mine was six. Six. Okay. So, ooh, and here's something that's a little rough. All right. 
uh, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a tidbit of information here, and um, then describe kind of what uh, what goes down. So one of these orcs, you're just gonna straight up kill. Another one you wound, and then um, uh, very quickly you see that that wound closes up, and on her necklace, which has three severed fingers, one of the fingers curls up disgustingly and becomes mummified. And the wound heals, but it's like a big, gross, nasty scar. It is not like, ah, oh, magical. It's like, oh. Ooh, fascinating. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so you see that, and she doesn't, she seems fine. Uh, but yeah, one of these people is is killed. I'm gonna like, I'm gonna go like, you okay? You okay? 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 And then, and then I pull a bow out, and I'm like, I'm gonna shoot them, I'm gonna try to shoot them, and then I, I'll duck out of cover and take a shot and then duck back. Is there anyone in particular you're aiming at? Uh, one of the orcs that are around uh, Pascal. Sounds good. Alright, go ahead and make a volley roll for me. Okay. Ooh, uh, can I use my action to sing my song and augment his roll? Absolutely, you can. Okay. So, Donato, so like, let's have you make that roll first. All right. So, as all right, let's see. I roll charisma for that. So, two d six plus your charisma bonus. I got a total of six plus two is eight. All right. What's the little rhyme you throw out there for him? Um. So as he knocks his arrow, he sings, "Uh, as I have been cured of my sanguinous parley." May the blood be returned swiftly by Farley. Ah. Excellent. Lovely. Uh, so it was a five plus two, so a seven total. Hey, nailed it. So you're going to have to choose one of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's up to you. Eh, I'll reduce my ammo by one. That sounds good. So I'm down to one ammo. All right. And how much damage do you do out of that one? Uh, D8. Let's see. Uh, five points. Five points of damage. All right. Pascal, you're right next to this person. Uh, Farley, you see that this arrow sticks into this orcish warrior, and um, maybe it hits them, uh, hits her like in the, like the top of her chest in this area. That's like, that's certainly not good. And she yanks it out and seems like rough and uh, is v- definitely hurt and kind of staggers back for a second. And, um... Uh, and we did the 1d4 extra damage on that, right? What's up? We did the extra uh, damage. Oh, we didn't do the 1d4. Never mind. Go ahead. Let's do that additional 1d4 extra damage. Oh, uh, you want to roll that? That will definitely change this situation. Okay. Do you want to roll it? <laughs> I rolled a 1. <laughs> well, that would be... You said you did 5 before? Yes, yeah, so total 6. Total of 6. Nope, that does it. Oh. Um, yeah, there's very specific rules about how this magic item works. Um, and you see this this arrow. This arrow is going to kill this orc. Um, how does that... How does, and these and these fingers are not going to shrivel up. Farley, how okay. does that look? Uh, right in the eye. I mean, oh, that's the right. way to kill him, right? So... Sure. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. Um, she... She, sensing her impending death, hears the arrow whistling and turns toward it. It's one of those moments. Uh, and Pascal, you see this, like, right next to you, and just, like, a, this arrow chunks into this lady's head, and she just flumps so over. Uh, yeah, and the, the two remaining fingers on her necklace are just still. They don't do anything. Oh, can I give a sweet action line? Yeah. So maybe when uh, that that last one like shriveled the finger shriveled up and they healed back it's like oh well then i thought we were having an honorable fight but i guess you were allowed to cheat well then i guess my friends can help me and then the other person gets like their eyes pierced by the arrows from farley all right i'll and i'll I'll, uh farley will turn to donna and go like keep singing i'll accompany you on the stringed instrument (laughs) Ooh. all right um pascal is still fighting with the uh the, the two remaining orcish warriors. Um, Comet, what is what is your game plan here? Um, so he's fighting with those two orcish warriors. The shaman has backed up a good distance. He is he has moved away a a, a significant. He's yeah. 
Right. Like, if you were like, I want to go fight that guy, it'd be like, you're not going to get over to him soon. Right, right. Um, okay. Uh, I would like to uh, cast uh, Bless on uh, Pascal and his spear uh, for, intra- for uh, my god. And uh, so it's you get a plus one uh, to your ongoing as long as the battle continues and you stand and you fight. Uh, I do have a negative one penalty from the fear because the fear is also uh, still going uh, still. But I'm going to take it. So let's, let's try that. Okay, that is a natural eight. So minus one is seven, and then another plus two. So that's another nine. All right. Yeah, this is more math than I'm used to in this game. This game is usually a fairly low math game. Um, all right. Uh, yep. And I'm just going to say, like, in Ilmeda's name and the spear thing that he worships, you guys are in big trouble. Huge mistake. You're going to feel so dumb when you're dead. All right, and what's the consequence you're pulling out of that one? Uh, consequence, uh, I'm going to take a permanent uh, negative one. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Fantastic. So, Pascal, you've got the benefits of Bless, which gives you a plus one on attacks, right? Attacks and damage or just attack? Uh, it looks like it's just uh, plus one to their attack. Okay, that's pretty good. So, I mean, the next logical step is uh, to have you... Just to, to see what you're doing, because these orcs are, they're down to just keep fighting you. Oh, yeah. And uh, he's pretty beat up, too, but, I mean, now, why would I stop? Let's go. All right, that's another hack and slash. I mean, yeah. when you're, uh, when you're a, hmm, yeah, we'll, we'll see. When you're a spear, everything is a spear target. All right, there we go. Uh, got a, a 10 plus there. Okay. Do you want to open yourself up to any harm, or do you just want to do your regular damage? Ooh, okay, interesting. How's that work? Oh, okay, so I would add an extra d6. Mm-hmm. So you do a d10 and a d6 of damage. Yeah, I think uh, based on how how dishonorable these cheaters are, I think I'm going to have to open myself up. Okay, sure. So yeah, so go ahead and... Let's have you roll first this time. A D10 and a D6. All right, five total. I'm glad five I, total. I'm glad I did that. Uh, that six. I rolled a one on the ten. So five total. You're gonna hit one of these. You hit one of these orcs and you hurt them. But again, the three fingers curl up, and soon afterwards, they seem like they're okay. Um. Like and and whatever, however you hurt them, like the wound kind of heals or weaves itself shut, but in a gross way. Uh. Like it does not look good. And um, but this this orcish warrior seems like she's doing pretty all right, even after that. Um, could you say, roll... oh, oh, friend? Looks like your fingies are curled up. You sure you want to continue this? Uh, but yeah, how much damage is? Do I take that? Yeah, uh, it's going to be a D6 plus three. One piercing. And then minus one, so four total? Yep, you got it. This shaman, who is now like a significant distance away, is going to try to just throw something at you guys uh, and then get the hell out. Like I think that's the decision he's kind of made for himself. Um, um, Who's wounded? I know Pascal is, Comet is. Donato, are you wounded? Not anymore. Not anymore, you're all healed up. Farley, you're not wounded at all. All right, so just Pascal and Comet. Could you... This is a weird one, but I'm just going to throw it at you and see if the spell that I tried to come up with works. All right, he's going to... Uh, you see him do something that kind of like gets thrust at you guys, and you've got an option. Um... You can either take 1d4 damage or heal 1d6 damage, but suffer a penalty on a physical stat. And I'll explain how the hell that 
would look in a second. So you could either be like, all right, I'll roll the 1d4 to take this additional damage, or you could heal some, but take a penalty on a physical stat. I'm going to take the d4. And take the d4? Yes. Yeah, it seems like a good idea for me, too. Okay, go for it. Four. Four, unfortunately, for Justin. Uh, three for me. Okay, so each of you take this um, as he seems to... Uh, the wounds that you already have, the injuries that you have, seem to open a little bit more. So all of the cuts, scrapes, bruises, whatever they are, they get a little bit worse. So small scratches turn into lacerations. Cuts, lacerations turn into even more severe things. Bruises become larger and get deeper, that kind of thing. Um, as you remember that this tribe of orcs that attacked Piranese is called the Wound Weavers and the magic that they have seems to be bent toward that direction. And uh, yeah, this shaman throws this at you guys as kind of a last minute little, like, fuck you before he seemingly is gonna get the hell out of here. All right, Donato, you're healed up. Farley just shot somebody. You sang several songs. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna sing a different song now. It's my Go turn. It. All right, I want to try and fix up uh, Comet with my arcane art. Okay. All right. Uh, I rolled a total of six plus two is eight. Uh, and he'll sing, um, they thought to quell me with voluminous vomit, but nothing can stop me from mending good Comet. Uh, like, I bet he's going to rhyme comment with <laughs> You vet correctly. <laughs> so I think I'm supposed to add a heal 1d8 damage. Want me to roll that? Yeah. Heals 2. 2. Yeah. Not nothing. Not nothing. Thank you. I'll take it. Um, technically, in a 7 and 9, I either draw on one to detention or my magic reverberates to other targets. Oh, that, that's what you're doing? Well, it says your choice. Oh, okay. I've got an ideal for this. Some of it reverberates to some of the corpses that are nearer to uh, nearer to Comet, like two of the orcish corpses. And um, I think like some of the fingers on these necklaces, they kind of like stretch and wiggle in some kind of way. And uh, the one that wasn't all withered up, those kind of like crunch up and get gross. I can try to we can I can try to explain that later the logic behind that later if we get a chance. But uh, we, we got to start wrapping her up here. So I'm gonna go to Pascal to make another hack and slash roll if he's gonna continue that. Yeah, I sure will. He's, he's looking real beat up now, but still has, like, a huge file on his face. It's probably terrifying. All right. Um, yeah. Go for it. I got a nine this time. Got a, got a nine. Um, would somebody be able to assist him in that? What was what was the roll? I'm sorry. Could you repeat a, it? A nine. A hack and slash roll? Oh, okay. Uh, who's who's doing it? Comet or Pascal? Pascal. Pascal um, making his attack against these two orcish warriors that he's still fighting. All right. I'm um, like like Pascal. Finish them. I'll I'll try to encourage him. Uh, you know. Sure. I don't know. Sure. So that I gotta works. make a roll. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You could even be like shooting arrows toward them to like further distract them. That's what I'll do. Yeah. Uh, I got a five. Got a five. All right. Hmm. Okay. So, experience. Yeah, everybody, you get experience when that goes down. And Pascal, yours was at a nine, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. So, um, hmm. Okay. So, go ahead and roll your damage. Oh, you know what? Uh, wow, I'm dumb because I forgot. Don't I have ongoing from Comet? A plus one? It is. Oh, ongoing. so then that is a ten. Yeah, I just. Oh. 
Wasted okay. Farley's thought, roll. Sorry about I thought, that. No, no, we'll just ignore it. Um, but I, I thought that that was a one and done thing. Okay, if that's ongoing. Then yeah. So then that's a 10. All right, so now then, do you do you want to do the extra damage or just do the regular amount of damage? Oh, I, well, I already rolled. I forgot about that. But uh, yeah, I rolled a 7 anyway. So I'll just take that. All right. So you rolled a 7. Um, so yeah, there's only the one orc. And it's one of the ones who'd been fighting you kind of the whole time. Uh, and in fact, the one who'd said like, oh, he should have been part of the honor guard. Sure, we'll say it's her. I'm going to throw this out here to you guys. She's going to try to... Um, she's going to do something. Should she try to run away? Should she try to give the shaman time to run away? Um, or should it be the kind of thing like, like, I know I'm going to die. Whatever. And in the same way that that other orc, like, was like, I'm just going to gore you to death. Like, try to just, like, enter into, like, this kind of, like, grappling death match with Pascal. The death. That death match. Okay. So, um, yeah, she'll just kind of say like, like here in the shadow of Darthag, Fleet Crippler, that little piss won't raise up an army to stop us. This is for you, Darthag. And she like rushes at you, uh, trying to like gore you. And um, could you just make a either a Constitution or Strength defy danger? I got. Yeah, uh, close. Uh, an eight. An eight. All right. So uh, she's going to die in this process. And the rest of you guys can be involved with this as well, like stopping her or saving and saving Pascal. I'm just going to say the shaman is the thing that you lose. This guy gets away because it becomes a thing of like Pascal's very beat up. And this woman is like, I'm just going to fight you till... I'm dead, like, there's no, I'm not going to let go of your body. So even if I'm dead, I'm just going to hold on to you and just keep goring you disgustingly with, and it takes basically all of Pascal's strength and everybody else to pull these two apart so that he's not killed. Oh yeah, maybe it's uh, the spear like impales her and he's actually having to like fight without the spear at this point. Yeah, and maybe she does the disgusting thing of, like, she grabs you and pulls herself further onto it and jams part of the tusks into, like, under your side. I think that we have this, like, scene, which, again, we kind of look over to Comet as it's just, like, this barely averted replay of that horrible scene that he saw earlier. And um, meanwhile, we fast forward to a scene somewhere farther up ahead. And you see from behind this like huge hulking figure holding a hammer, this massive maul. And on the sides of each part of the hammer are two um, like bowls. So like like facing outward. And you just see this uh, honor guards person, honor guards woman there. And you hear her just be like, I don't know who did this, but you and all those traitors are going to suffer for it. You'll, you'll be the one who's You'll be the one who's who suffers for this in the end. We won't. We'll never give up. We'll never stop. And uh, you hear this deep, booming voice from this huge, hulking figure. Why do you think we came here? Why do you think we did this? You know the problem with this hammer? It doesn't usually leave enough wounds to weave. And then you see the kind of shadow cross over this person as like, oh... They definitely killed that honor guards person. Thanks for joining us for This American Dice Presents The Fate of Blackburn the Lesser, Episode 4. Our cast for this episode included David as Pascal, Jared as Farley, Carl as Donato, and Justin as Comet. Your game master was Austin. Music for this episode included Weirding Way by Sir Cubworth, Eleven by Cowpay, and The Depths by Cowpay. Be sure to join us next week for another exciting episode of The Fate of Blackburn the Lesser. That'll be on Friday, when our short games are posted. And every Thursday, join us for our long game, This American Monster. And don't forget, Saturdays, our old long games will be posted on our YouTube channel, and Sundays, our old short games will be posted on our YouTube channel. So, we'll see you next week. Now buckle up for some end-of-session moves from Dungeon World. 
Very cool. So that's our last little <laughs> tidbit. Uh, yeah. All right, guys. I know that ran. I was. I realized like once we got into a fight with five characters, I was like, oh shit! Unless these guys rip through them, fights take a long time in these games. I also was like, I did the thing I don't like to do, which was like, okay, do another hack and slash roll. Do another hack and slash roll. Do another one. Um, but yeah. So, no, it, it, I, I enjoyed it. I think it went really yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I liked it too. Without, without it being a lot of... Because my other option I felt was to do a lot more like, okay, now avoid this other thing that's going on to do blah, 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 or reposition yourself in this way. But uh, any thoughts or this or that kind of stuff? Yeah. Did you want to do those end of sessions moves or save them oh. for the next time? Um, I know Jared's probably got to get going, so maybe we'll do. Do you have the time to do this real quick? I, I can I can do that real quick. Sure. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. Um, end of session is. I I think also like I was noticing like like the options I can pick right now when I have ammo are to stay out of out of being threatened. Mm-hmm. Once I don't have that option anymore, like I have to put myself in danger. So you're going to see a lot more like hard moves, I think on the players. Okay. Like that are hanging out back toward the end. Like I, I'm just, my anticipation is like that, like as we, we, our resources wind down, things will become much more. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. I've also like, since you guys said like, Oh, these people have like magical powers. That's one of the things about the orcs. I was like, Oh, let me give them, for instance, magical items. And then it's like, well, when all the NPCs have magic items, that changes up how a combat goes pretty significantly. Um, all right. So did we learn something new? And imp- I'm sorry. When you reach the end of a session, choose one of your bonds that you feel is resolved, completely explored, no longer relevant or otherwise. Ask the player of the character you have the bond with if they agree. If they do, mark XP and write a new bond with whomever you wish. So is there anybody who you're looking at your bonds and you're like, that's totally played out or it's no longer true? For instance, I trust this person completely and now you don't trust them. I uh, I think that with Pascal, I I, I kind of was trying to to poke like holes in his sort of uh, dignity and I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> the guy saved my life a couple <laughs> times. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to mess with this guy anymore. Like I, I really think he's okay. Um, so I, I, yeah, I think that's resolved. That stole something from Pascal, his peace of mind. I'm like, nope, nope. Don't want to distract this guy or bother him anymore at all. All right. So ask the other character if they agree. Yeah, it makes sense to me. All right. So then if they do mark XP and write a new bond with whomever you wish, if you have multiple bonds with the same person, when you help them, do you roll plus two? Yes. I think it's plus the number of bonds you have. (laughs) Interesting. Anybody else think they have another have a bond that's no longer relevant or all played out? Once the bonds have been updated, Jared, do you know you have a bond off the top of your head that you're going to go with, or you got? I mean, I still had an extra one, which was has my back when things go wrong. I think I can easily slot Pascal in that. Like I, I really trust that guy now. That works perfectly. Yeah. All right. So then, once bonds have been updated, look at your alignment. If you fulfilled that alignment at least once this session, mark XP. Anybody be like, mine was to kill an orc. Yeah, I was just going to say, steal mine, your nose. mine is essentially that. It is a uh, defeat a worthy opponent. I feel like I probably did that, right? Yes, very much so. Avoid detection, infiltrate a location. I'd say you probably infiltrated a location. Okay. Works for me. So one of mine is I'm writing a ballad about the adventures of Pascal. I don't know how liberally we want to interpret that because I at one point I was like, oh, I'm writing this down because Pascal does that. That's, but I don't want your, it to be a. Th- that's your on. bond, right? Yep. But so, I don't want it to be like every session. I'm like, oh, I write down a thing about Pascal. One XP, please. So. Well, no, it, it wouldn't. It's when it's when the bond is done. Oh, I thought it was every time you like sort of uh, embody it, you don't get XP. That's alignment. Oh, okay. Yeah, so for that bond, since you're writing that thing, once you're like, well, the book's done, or I don't want to do that anymore, then you'd be like, okay, I get an experience from it, and now... Got it. Yeah, the, because the that, alignment that one that... Is, is probably what you're thinking. Like, each time you, you do it mm. during a session. Which alignment did you pick? Chaotic. So, like, every time I 
entice someone to do something like unpredicted and very extreme or something like that. So I didn't do any of that. Not, not this time. <laughs> You're like, fight those orcs. Yeah, you won't. I, I bet you won't. Um, Justin, any of those bonds? Any enlightenment stuff? No, um, I have a uh, good, so endanger yourself to heal another. You guys were doing really good jobs of healing yourselves, so I didn't have to do that. <laughs> I, at, at least. Okay. All right, so the next ones we answer as a group. Did we learn something new and important about the world? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, I feel the first one's always like, oh, you just, you're going to always get that one. Yeah, unless it's just like we just killed a bunch of more orcs. Yeah, that's true. Like, I think the way that we usually do this, you're going to end up doing it because it's like, I'm going to ask you a crazy number of questions constantly. All right, the next one is, did we overcome a notable monster or enemy? Ah. Shaman was pretty dangerous. You did scare him off. So you could argue you overcame him unless you're like, well, we didn't actually defeat that guy. No, I like your argument there, Austin. Okay. I'm I'm willing to accept my own argument. (laughs) And then did we loot a memorable treasure? Uh, The amulet, the necklace. You did get that amulet. Uh, I don't know if you call it memorable. It's the only loot we got, so you tell me. Do you remember the two symbols that are on it? Yes. What are those? There was the swastika. No, just kidding. There's the tusks <laughs> and the um, the moon type situation. Sure. Or the sun. Sun. Sounds like you rem- sounds it. like you remembered it well enough. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so a thing that I like to do in these like shorter games is basically say. Um, whatever amount of XP you have, you're going to go up to the next level, no matter what. Don't erase the XP that you have. And if the amount that you have would also bring you up to level three, then hey, you're at level three. And if in the next game you get up to have enough to get to level three, then you'll just do it there. Since we're not going to probably have the time to be like, well, officially you need to take a long rest and then you can level. It's like, how much XP do you need to go from level to level? I think first to second, it's seven, right? Oh, uh, it was. Okay. I think it's eight. Oh, because it's yeah. seven plus your current level. That's what it right. is. So first to second, it's eight. Second to third, so it's nine more. I was right. at seven, and I need it nine. But then if I if we're bumping up to two, I'm uh-huh. at seven and you need nine. So next time, if I get two more, it should be good. Gotcha. So yeah, just do that stuff, and then yeah, think about what advancements or blah 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 that you'd want. <laughs> 